0: I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like House of Blues Chicago, aka House of Stairs, uh, an Unmarked Van, and GTA Online. <laughs> Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Today is the uh 29th of July in 2020, 2020. Fucking that's a lot of years. Uh I guess there was probably even more before that. We just didn't keep track too good back then. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh I, I fucking uh you know i've been going a little crazy thinking about the way things are these days and uh worrying about my buddies and uh people you know back in the states uh getting kind of trapped there because of the coronavirus and uh you know kind of being trapped possibly like for other reasons too i don't know i'm getting all conspiracy theories sorry to be like seth rogan and get all your fucking uh like conspiracy theory podcast going here but uh you know, with this, the, the way uh, Trump is doing this shit with uh, rounding people up and taking them in the unmarked vans or uh, whatever, like these federal, uh, I don't know, I, I guess they call them federal agents. They're not like federal troops. They're not like the fucking Marines or some shit. Uh, but they're like uh, the federal police or something. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of like, I don't know if anybody fucking knows who they are. They're just sending them into these cities and now they're saying they're going to keep doing it into October. I'm like, well, the election's in the beginning of November, so uh, what does that mean? And uh, I, I kind of get this feeling, and I think, you know, I kind of had this idea before I even, like, heard anything about it on the interwebs. And, you know, watched all these, like, cool YouTube videos where they tell you what to think and everything, because that's real important. You should definitely uh, watch lots of YouTube videos where they tell you what to think. <laughs> And I realize, you know, this is like a conspiracy theory echo chamber I'm getting into. So I don't want to fucking dig too deep, but it's, it's what I've been thinking about. And it's like, what, uh, you know, I feel like what if, what what happens when it becomes election time and Trump is kind of like backed himself into a corner or like not even backed himself into a corner, but it's just pushing so hard on, uh, you know, rounding people up uh, and like suppressing the, the, the Black Lives Matter movement and the rioters and uh, protesters and everything. Uh, apparently, you know, some people are saying he's like breaking uh, international laws and stuff with the, some of the stuff they've been doing. I mean, they fucking disappear, people. That's got to be against the law, right? Um, just grabbing people. No fucking uh, badges. No like uh, Miranda rights or whatever. And they just uh, take them away to who fucking knows where. Uh, Yeah. Sounds pretty bad to me. And what if he gets to this point and uh, his only option to like not go to prison or whatever <laughs> yeah, is to like stay in power. I, I, I don't know. What if the election either doesn't happen or doesn't matter or uh, it, it's so like fucking uh, fucked with uh, blatantly that, <laughs> you know, they're just like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Of course we fixed the election. Fucking, I'm not giving up power. And then, uh, you know, he, he, other things he's saying on on the Twitters and whatnot is, like, basically trying to drum up support of, like, hey, we got to do something to uh, stop these uh, fucking crazy uh, antifas or whatnot. And uh, so you got to keep me in power so I can keep on uh, fighting a good fight. And now we're going to start, like, getting funding for the military, whatever this private military, apparently I don't know, uh, to keep rounding people up and uh, oppressing suppressing, uh, you know, the Antifa movement basically, uh, you know, it, it's definitely the Black Lives Matter movement. You want to keep that as the uh, main uh slogan, I guess, but I think it's becoming more of like it's it's the full-on uh anti-fascist movement at this point. And uh, it didn't start that way necessarily, but that's kind of what it's become, and I think that's going to be a lot easier for. Uh, it's it's a weird thing because you think it would be like more broad in a way that kind of makes it easier for people to be like to get behind. Um, but it also probably makes it easier for like people like Trump and people who support him to be like, oh, you know, fucking Antifa. Oh, they're a bunch of terrorists because Trump said so. So now we got to fucking you know, fight them, um, so anyway, yeah, I just, uh, it's a little thing I'm worried about, uh, I don't know, I don't know, even know, like, what to, anyone could even do about it, uh, I think it's gonna happen if it happens, and, uh, hopefully we get enough, uh, good people who are willing to fucking not let it happen, uh, in positions of power, that, uh, yeah, <laughs> it could possibly either not happen or not uh go for too long but you know like uh everybody always wants to like talk about hitler and stuff and like his rise to power but there's a lot of other fucking uh dictators and uh what do you call them uh autocrats is that a thing i heard that word before I that sounds good uh who are like modern and came to power kind of like in the same way where you just fucking uh you know, you say, oh, <laughs> democracy, it's not that important. Also, we don't have a democracy. That's what they, that's what a lot of people say, oh, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who, who, who cares? Fucking, we vote. We fucking wanna, we gonna wanna have uh, votes counted and uh, have people represent us who uh, aren't gonna fucking uh, put us in jail and close our borders and keep us uh, fucking do terrible things to us and everything. So, anyway, it's kind of, uh, it's freaking me out uh so maybe uh let me know i'm crazy and i'll feel better about that or uh let me know what you think if you don't think i'm crazy and uh hopefully we can come to some kind of consensus on what to do about it because i don't have a fucking clue i'm just glad i'm not there right now and uh frankly i feel bad for my friends that are there and have to deal with this stuff i also think i kind of wonder if uh people who are there you know uh so Uh, busy dealing with other stuff that they can't even necessarily see this sort of creeping thing happening because you know everybody's dealing with like how the fuck am I gonna pay my bills I've been out of work for x amount of months and uh, I don't want my kids to go to fucking uh, school now even though the government says I'm supposed to because I don't want them to get fucking sick and even if they don't die they're gonna have fucking respiratory problems the rest of their life or my wife's pregnant or something and I don't want her to fucking uh get sick going back to work because then she could lose the baby or whatnot. And there's all sorts of shit going on in people's lives that they're like uh it's, it's fucking a lot of stuff to deal with. So I can understand how this uh sort of uh creeping I don't know what to call it. It's like am- amassing of power, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um that uh Trump seems to be involved with kind of like more, you know pitting people against each other kind of thing and forcing people to take sides uh it, it seems to be happening more and more especially with these with this sort of private police force um yeah anyway uh, so i can see why people wouldn't uh necessarily see it happening if they're right in the middle of it it's kind of like you know you talk to people around where i am not in the states and they can kind of see it and especially here in germany they're like oh yeah that's exactly how Hitler, you know, got power. Not that you know. Uh, <laughs> I guess the thing about Hitler, he was all about Germany. I don't think Trump's all about the USA. He's just kind of all about himself. Uh, so I don't like to draw too too many comparisons there, uh, because I don't really know like how what 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 the end game is gonna be with this fucking guy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, stay safe and stay dangerous, people. Um, uh, hope to come back there again when it's when it is a safe place to be. And uh, I don't have to go to, like, prison right away or some shit. Anyway, that was my rant for the day. Uh, thanks for letting me do that. Uh, it's a punk rock podcast, so I hope you appreciate that part of it. Um, and uh, we're going to get into the, uh, you know, the, the, the more fun stuff pretty soon here. Um, but first, we got to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. Luke Ellis, Hedda Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Thanks again, as always, guys. I uh, appreciate you and everything everyone on the Patreon uh, does for keeping this thing alive. If you want to become a producer of the podcast, you can get on patreon.com slash Green and, uh, you know, sign up for as little as a dollar a, de- uh, dollar a day. <laughs> That'd be a lot of money, actually. It's funny how that adds up. You'd you probably spend a dollar a day at least on a regular basis, but, uh, you know, that's like 30 bucks a month. That's fucking a lot. You don't have to do that. You can do it for like one buck a month. Or like, yeah, you do 30 bucks a month if you want to. Uh, we got all sorts of tiers up there for that sort of thing. And uh, I'm trying to think of some special things to throw you guys away. Because we've been doing this for long enough now that I think uh, I, I should probably do something like that. Maybe some stickers or keychain or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I don't have a real solid idea yet. But uh, definitely trying to think of some cool shit. Also want to start doing more video stuff like uh, the cocktail hour. You know, like I said, when... uh. <laughs> It'd be nice if 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 we were just making a podcast and making money that way, since we can't fucking go on tour no more right now. And uh, you know who knows when we'll actually be able to do that again. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, like it'd be awesome if I could like just do this stuff in uh, more cocktail hours on Saturdays and stuff like that. Maybe some more uh, you know cooking show stuff. Maybe I fucking hire somebody to run the camera for me, so I'm not always like. Bumping around, I'm doing those. I don't know if you watch those, but they're fucking pretty bad. I mean, they're fucking great. You should watch them. But uh, yeah, it's a little difficult when I'm like trying to point the camera at the food and be in the shot at the same time. And I also have to hold the camera, but also cook the food. Fucking shit ain't easy. All right? So uh, lay the fuck off. All right. Anyway, uh, on this episode, we got Ty from Broadway Calls. They got a new album out on Red Scare. And uh, that's pretty fucking cool. Because, uh, you know, Red Scared, they were the, one of the first labels that put our stuff out. And uh, Toby's a good dude. He's uh, hes always uh, trying to make shit happen and hook things up in the punk scene. And uh, he's kind of like, well, I don't think he lives in Chicago no more. But, uh, you know, he was a big part of that scene. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank Toby for hooking it up again. Um, and, uh, yeah, without further ado, I'm I'm with the show.
1: Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from the brain. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Ty from Broadway Calls on the Intruder Green Podcast. All right. Um, yeah. (laughs) So. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing real good. How you holding up in the, uh, uh, I don't know, state of affairs being what they are in the United States of America these days? (laughs) Uh, it, it comes and goes,
1: you know, like some days I have a really hard time and then, uh, some days I just don't watch the news. You know sure. that's that's kind of how you deal with that. Yeah, um, I'm I mean, pretty lucky to to live uh, kind yeah. of out in the middle of nowhere, where I can shut off the world if I need to. You know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's important. Um, I think uh, you know a lot of people, especially if if you're living in a city, it's probably hard to do that. Um, and I I think you brought up uh, a good thing. It's like uh, it it comes and goes, and I think everybody's going through that these days. So that's important to yeah. remember too. Uh, you know. If you're feeling depressed or like uh, you know real shitty about the state of affairs in the world, really not just America, but I think maybe especially in America, uh, you're not alone. <laughs> and uh, there's you know hopefully things are gonna change relatively soon. So uh, we got that Absolutely. going for us, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, and you don't
1: always have to be wrapped up in it if you don't if you don't need to be. You, it's okay to like. Take a day. Take some time for yourself. It's actually, you should Oh, yeah, for instead sure. Of, uh, you know, yeah. like I put a I recently put a, a time limit on my phone for the amount of uh, hours I could look at Twitter in a day.
0: Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Just, you know, would you just like, like set an alarm or is there like an app for that?
1: No, it's in the phone. You can like just do that. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 I didn't know that until uh, my friend told me she did the same thing. And I was like, oh, God, that's a great idea.
0: That is a good idea. Oh, yeah, I believe it to be true. But, yeah, you know, like, uh, I guess the biggest bummer is not being able to, like, go out regularly and see friends and family and whatnot. Um, Although some people probably don't want to see so much of the family these days. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, like uh yeah, that's that's the worst part, right? You got like so many things going on and they all kind of like feed into each other where it's like shit, I'm isolated. Shit, the world's going fucking to shit and I uh, can't do nothing about it or even talk to people I want to talk to about it. Shit. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Anyway, yeah, you can't even go uh drink it away with at the bar with your friends like oh, you yeah. used to do, you know.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, it seems it almost seems kind of like dumb to have like online drinking parties like if you get a zoom and everybody just hangs out drinking but it's like (laughs) why not i mean you kind of you gotta do something and uh everybody like if you're if you're into having a drink uh, that'd be a good idea i think it could be cool yeah
1: i agree i agree
0: um yeah
1: we did that early on in this in this quarantine my friends and i would just get on facetime and take a shot
0: (laughs) yeah and it was really
1: nice it was really nice because we would End up talking for like a half hour usually, you know, and uh yeah. and it was like a oh, great way to break up the bullshit.
0: Hell yeah, that's a good idea. Um, you know, everybody's got time these days, so like, uh do it to it and uh have a drink. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Um, but try not to get too depressed about it because everybody's feeling that way. Uh, will be my message to the world, and we're talking to the world right now, so I want to let it out there. Um. I heard that you guys had a big uh, old party uh, recently, like uh, Friday night. Uh, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, is that right? Was it like the album release party or something? Something like that? It was,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, our record came out on Friday, and uh, it was our first record in a long time. And so we were, you know, normally when a record comes out, you play a record release show. and yeah we knew that was impossible so we ended up going up to josh's house he lives way out in the middle of nowhere up in washington state oh, and wow. where you can like see the stars and all the galaxies and crazy stuff and uh so we yeah we we had a great time the other night i'm glad that we moved this podcast to today <laughs> instead of yesterday morning because
0: yeah uh, uh, we would have been
1: you would have got a different person
0: <laughs> that's right which could have been interesting but uh Ultimately, I agree with you that this was probably the best, uh, best way to do it. Shit. I didn't set up all my soundproofing, so I was, it's probably sounded a little echoey for a minute there. Should be better now, though. Um, yeah. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, uh, doing a record album release party. Record album. That's, that's what we do. Uh. Yep. <laughs> you guys just, uh, hang out and party, uh, and, uh, listen to the album or something? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> you know yeah we, we, we had
1: dinner we yeah. had
0: dinner outside we oh, that's very nice we uh, ate
1: we ate some uh some shrooms that made us lose our minds and forget about the world for a oh, while which is really shit. wild you and, know uh, we, we should have done was the a podcast
0: that night then with all you guys <laughs> on shrooms i think we missed an opportunity there
1: but you know <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to work my phone like i, I would i didn't know how to do anything you fucking push a button and suddenly great.
0: like snakes are coming out of it or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good to me though
1: yeah it was fun
0: so Toby hooked us up um, but I have to say uh, may have met you guys a while back uh, I don't even know what year it would have been but uh, I, I, I saw the one time I've actually seen you guys play it's weird because uh, I've only seen you guys play once um, but it would have been at this place called the Snake Pit in Madison Wisconsin I don't know if it was like a basement house show I don't know if you remember playing that at all, but uh it was a I badass show and uh yeah, it was tight.
1: I do remember that show. That was one of the only I think we maybe played Madison twice. Oh, ever. Wow. and yeah. it was and it was that show and then we came through with the Bouncing Souls once. And oh, yeah. um that show I I loved that show. I slept on a I slept on a couch in the basement that night, I remember. We oh, slept yeah. on a like a like a love seat type couch, couch situation in the basement that night. Nice. And I woke up really early. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was a good. That was that's weird that I remember that because uh, and I think <laughs> the only reason I do probably is because we never ever came to Madison. You yeah, know? that's like, right. It's
0: cool. Yeah, a lot of bands skip over Madison and we'll go play Milwaukee or something. But uh, I will say that like the Madison scene is like cooler than Milwaukee scene. I mean, Milwaukee's got a lot of cool bars in their big city, but you know, Madison's like a perfect in-betweener between Minneapolis and Chicago. So, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. should play there more. Um, I know. I,
1: I want to. It was beautiful. I remember thinking it was a cool-looking city.
0: Yeah, it is cool-looking. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, you know, we, we we hide out a lot of places, but we do spend a lot of time in Madison. So that's fun. Um, but you guys basically went on like a hiatus for a long time, right? That's why this is yeah, your first yeah. album in a long time. And you ain't really yeah been we put much. our
1: last record out in 2013 oh all right so it's been a it's been a long time yeah uh, that's right you know we <laughs> went like 2000 2008 2009 2013 and then a long break between records so um yeah we were just kind of hanging out not doing the band thing for a few years yeah after after that last record came out
0: yeah um any specific reason, or you just like uh, needed a break, or what?
1: Definitely needed a break. Yeah. Um, when that last record, when Comfort Distraction came out, we toured on it like once around the U.S. with Red City Radio and Silver Snakes. So that was a really fun tour. Oh yeah, those guys. But we running. didn't really lo- love them. That was that was a really fun tour. Uh, but we didn't really do much after the U. You know, in the U.S. after that t- mm-hmm. to push that record. We went over to Europe and did one with great cynics and the Narwolves, and that was really fun. Oh yeah. But at the same time, at the same time like I knew in my brain that something was wrong. Like I had it, you know at the time it was depression but I didn't realize it. Oh, like, yeah. and while I'm hanging out with all these amazing people, we we shared a van in Europe. <laughs> all three bands shared one van oh, and yeah. it was it was <laughs> packed, you know, and it was so fun and I should have been having a lot more fun, but instead I was I was just like isolating myself sitting in the front seat reading, putting the headphones on, not, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't connect with uh, anybody. And it was, it was rough. So I think after that is when I, it just felt like a really normal time to stop doing the routine of touring constantly and and try to go home and focus on, sure, focus on our brains, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, I I can I can see I can I can kind of picture like the situation being on tour because it's like yeah part of what you want to do on tour is you have to kind of keep it fun and what that means is probably engaging with people in the van and stuff uh but you know if you're just unable to do that and you kind of start isolating yeah that that I think that's a sign probably that uh maybe it is time to fucking uh hang it up for a bit and like kind of like uh you know, like you said, like let your battery recharge, or do what it, do what you gotta do to till you can get to the point where it's fun again, because like you know, like they like they say, if you're not having a good time, then uh you know don't do it because
1: yeah, exactly, it's
0: supposed to be fun, and if it's not fun, then it's just like any other job except you're probably l- making less money at it, <laughs> yeah, and
1: yeah, and you're away from the people you love, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't it didn't make sense to keep doing it at the time and 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 what you said about wanting it to be fun again, so, like it took a couple of years, you know, like yeah. we would play shows, we would play shows when people would ask us to play shows. We wouldn't, we never broke up. We just never wrote any new songs, you know? And, uh and so when, you know, after a few years of that, I think Josh was just finally like, Hey, you know, I, I think we should try this again. I think that, uh I think it's, I think it's time and it once we got back together that that feeling of oh yeah this is fun yeah. you know this we are we make some killer songs together and yeah. we've been writing together since we were teenagers so sure. it just you know it feels
0: right so so you weren't the only one who was feeling it you don't you think I think we all
1: had things we needed to focus on we needed to like go home and focus on like like you know Josh and Adam are family men and yeah. And they, 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 are, they also, like, run their own businesses, you know. So they have a lot going on. And, um, you know, I, I, did, I came home and I got a job working at, as an observer at a brunch spot in Portland. And I was, like, my, you know, before that, I had, you know, just worked, like, pizza jobs in between tours forever. Yeah. And, uh, and then this was, that like, my really real good. first, like, push into the service industry, you know. Sure. And that was that was a totally different, you know, so I like kind of switched up my life for a while and just did that, uh, hung out with, a, I uh, I just met a whole new group of friends because I, I didn't, you know, it was, it was at that point where I didn't think I was going to ever make any other friends in my life. You know, when you think, you know, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know what you mean because you feel old basically. You feel, like, yeah, that's exactly. the way I think of yeah. it. It's like,
1: I'm old. I don't, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Totally. And I was really surprised, pleasantly surprised when I got this job and it felt like I was, you know, just surrounded by all these cool new people. And, and during that time I met the lady that, you know, end up, we ended up getting married a couple of years ago. Oh, nice. And it, so it's like, it was just like perfect that we took that time off, yeah. you know? And, and then we got back together when, when it felt like we had our shit together a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And I know, uh, well, shit. I go in this direction. with talking about uh, the new album because you, you did it and it's out, and I fucking listen to it, and it it sounds lovely. Um, thank you. You, you know, Toby hooked us up. Uh, it's out on Red Scare. Uh, it's, have you guys always done stuff on Red Scare?
1: No, this is our first
0: one. This okay. is our
1: first experience hanging out with Toby. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, I can definitely uh recommend. Well, not like I need to recommend because you're already hooked up, but uh, <laughs> I hope you have a good experience with him because uh, we always did and still do to this very day. Um, and uh, it's a good time. Um, but how did, how did that he's come a, he's about? A,
1: he's a very good, very, very good man. I, I, that came about pretty easily. It was cool. We were uh, writing these songs and then once we decided we were going to make a record, I think we were about three songs in, we were like, okay, we might as well just do it and make a record, you know? This is feeling good. And so yeah. at that point, we started talking about how we were going to put the record out. Should we just do it ourselves? Or should we just make a couple of EPs? Should we only really, really singles? You know, we didn't really know yeah. how people wanted to get music nowadays. Yeah, it is a weird a time for it, so
0: especially if you've been away for so long. You're like, a lot's changed in, you know, like five years or whatever.
1: Hell yeah. And so we, but Josh was like, you know red scare makes perfect sense for our band and we you know we did that tour with red city radio a couple of years back and we're really good friends with them we've we have always toured with red scare bands we did you know tours with Menzingers, cobra skulls and and uh it's always we've always kind of been on the edge of that scene but never really uh involved fully and we sent toby some demos and uh like they were the first, the first and only label we thought of wanting to work with. So it was really cool that we sent him some demos and he was down.
0: Hell yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were you know like uh, probably the first label that we thought of too. But then uh, you know it's similar things like uh, I come see us play and then we fucking uh, get signed and then just keep partying for like ever since then. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I love. I love the way uh, Toby does things, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's putting his stuff out. I think it, it seems like a good fit to me uh, is, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird time to come out with an album, obviously, because you can't really tour for it and everything. Um, I don't know yeah. if you guys have any, like, plans or are trying to make plans for that sort of thing. Um, e- even, like, an online type of deal or anything like that. I don't
1: know. I've done a couple live streams, you know, and and those are those are fun. And a few, you know, sometimes a a couple hundred people will watch you play in your (laughs) living room, and that's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, I would you know we'd much rather be out playing shows. We can't do anything full band yet. I don't know how to do a full band live stream and make it sound good we're we're trying to work on that
0: yeah i've um, been thinking about that doing it where like we're each in our own locations and each person fills themselves the films themselves uh as it were <laughs> and uh, you know uh get but to get the like feeds matched up and everything um and then broadcast that it seems like a lot to do but i feel like it should be able to get done um and then of course the other option is to just get everybody in a practice space and then like broadcast that, which some bands are doing. um, But unfortunately, I'm in Europe and they're in the States and, uh, you know, Yellow's in prison. So, uh, you know, we got a lot to deal with (laughs) there uh, as far as, uh, you know, logistics (laughs) is concerned. But, uh, you know, I think it's an interesting time for that sort of thing. And I would like to see, I don't know. I've always had this theory that, uh, you know, there were times when I was like, trying to go to shows because there was some like cool band I wanted to see in town and I was like man I really want to go see this band but I don't know maybe I was like hung over or depressed or something I was like I don't want to get mm-hmm. off the couch I wish I could just like have a stargate in my living room and I would just walk through that <laughs> and then be at the show so like this is kind of close to that if you could just like uh, you know maybe we get like a uh, each person in their home can like have a wall and you fucking get a data projector and fucking screen it and then you get like uh I don't know. We need to get hologram technology, I think, is what uh I come really up do. with with all this yeah, with this pandemic shit. Because think about that. You could have like all your friends hanging out as holograms and like then you project the, the show on your wall and you get like a solid camera. So it looks like they're actually playing there. And hey, you know, that's, that's pretty close. Except you don't got germs that going be... on.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that would be wild to see that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, think, I think we need to give uh, Elon Musk a call or some shit and like, get him on there. Fucking between. Oh, he's listening. Yeah, he's I know. Of oh, course he's listening yeah. to everything, right? Uh, but either yeah. him or like Jeff Bezos or something or Zuckerberg, whatever. One of those guys got to do it. Maybe it takes all three of them, but uh, somebody come up with this shit because, uh, you know, if we can't actually gather because there's too many fucking dumbasses in America who just can't be bothered to wear a mask, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, we we got to figure something else out. I, I will
1: forgive all the billionaires for being billionaires if they can provide me with hologram <laughs> friends in my, in my right? living room.
0: That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I got no problem with people being rich. But they should really be like creating some cooler shit. I mean, yes, you know, like, oh, they were like, oh, Facebook's so cool. And I'm like, is it is it really that cool? I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's just a way for people (laughs) to fucking uh, yell at each other about things that only they care about and then find other people who also only care about those things. Which it's I guess really be just cool, but for
1: arguing. It's wild. Yeah. yeah,
0: or not arguing and just like <laughs> being like, "This is what I think," and then blocking people yeah. when they think differently. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, true. And it's also to uh, learn everything about the populace, so the well, yeah, can take over that's
0: ultimately you, you know the, the, the main reason to create something like that. Um, but you know, uh, you know, if if you want the populace to be more docile. And like not try to uprise against you like to kind of fucking do it right now. Uh, Maybe give them an outlet like, uh, you know, holograms and, uh, you know, projection data projectors for uh, shows and stuff. Um, So you can have like a (laughs) live theater in your own home. Everybody gets one. Um, And, you know, you could probably like film people in their living rooms with that technology as well. So you know you get all the data of like fucking what they're jerking off to on the internet and whatnot, um, you know. Like if if that's if that's the price I gotta pay for like some tight shows, I might be willing to do it because frankly, you know, if Mark Zuckerberg is so concerned with that, I don't know. I I, I guess he could probably use it against me at some point, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, what I'm are we gonna do? Lock me up again? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we we
1: so i've just been doing that but i don't think we're gonna play any shows till next year you know what i mean like realistically i don't see yeah well hopefully
0: by then you know like the way things are going there's gonna have to be yeah like things aren't uh what do do you call it trending yeah things aren't like trending towards that really in the (laughs) states right now it's getting worse no so it's like we're not even allowed to leave the country (laughs) i know well and it's not even like yeah, because no other countries will like take Americans. I mean, I'm I'm exactly. lucky because I'm 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 over here in Germany and like, yeah, I can I can travel around Europe and stuff, um, but I can't go home and see my buds. So that's a bummer. Uh, can't really tour. Yeah, I mean, it could even be a thing where, uh, maybe you know, statewide like borders and stuff open up and you can like go state to state and maybe we do a tour in the states, but I couldn't come. Because like I can't go to America. Right. It's it's a really fucking weird uh situation to be in. But uh you know, uh that's it's 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 also weird because I I feel like under any other uh like I guess I would call it leadership, you know, like uh elected presidents, even like the worst ones that we think of as like a mm-hmm. punk rock dudes and whatnot. Like, there's been some shitheads in office before Trump, but oh, sure. I feel like all of them would have still gotten on top of the whole pandemic thing and done a much better job than, than what's going yeah. on right now. Yeah,
1: it's just, a, it's just a denying of science, you know. Yeah. It's really, really scary when half the country is on board, you mm-hmm. know. A little less than half the country, but still, it's enough people to make it scary to...
0: You know? Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> the, you know, they're, they're, that's the, the thing they always say. It's like they're they're way less than half the country. Even probably, it's probably more like a third of the country. But they're like the most right. vocal <laughs> of everyone in the country. They're just like, I can scream louder than yo. I'm gonna say, you know, anti-fucking science shit, and it's gonna like, I'm gonna have enough loud people to agree with me that uh, the the quiet people who actually you don't care, uh, just get snuffed out. But anyway, enough of that depressing shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something, and it's all crap? (laughs) Haha, yeah. Well, that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But, you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out their website, YamansGuitars.com and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man's Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century, and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people call it magic. Some people call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeah Man's Guitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Hi, intruder maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen a burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Rab Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want, got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out? And uh, you didn't get cancelled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions and what about koozies, you know, like everybody likes koozies Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa depending on what you're drinking Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff They're still a small enough company that, uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs Because, you know, everybody's got special needs like uh, you know you probably mostly and uh, they even got a web store that's where the real magic is you go on tour and you sell your stuff but chances are you're gonna have some leftover or some fans are gonna feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show so they go on to stupidradmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there they'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs so go ahead go on to Merch Company's web store Right now, and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got it, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah, uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now, right now, if you go on there and at checkout you use the code Prison, you can get fifteen percent off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at StupidRedMerch.com. Go check it out. StupidRedMerch.com. I have it on good authority that you're involved with pizza making. And that's a very important topic to me because pizza's delicious. Uh, pizza is delicious. And
1: yes, you, you've got that uh, on good authority. I work at a little food cart in a wood-fired pizza food cart.
0: Oh, that's right. nice. So we have this
1: giant, giant woods oven in there. Oh, uh, like a hearth. Is burning that what oven. that's
0: called, a hearth? Or is that different?
1: Uh, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's It's just like a... It, it just, it's just this crazy looking dome it looks like a dome yeah. with a front door and nice. you just uh get the fire roaring like an hour before you open move it over to the side and then you just toss pizzas the pizzas cook in like 2 minutes cuz it's 800 degrees in that oven it's crazy it's yeah. really cool to to like work with like actual pizza dough you know it's not it's not like some pre-made grocery yeah it's shit. not
0: your fast food <laughs> pizza it's it's cool. Which can still be good, like, but usually it's not. ingredient. Yeah, that's great. I enjoy, uh, you know, real good pizzas. Some, you know, my whole thing is like, everybody's like, oh, Green loves pizza and everything. And I'm like, I do like pizza. But like, there's, the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people, it's kind of like when you say, oh, I'm really into like, I don't know, something that you were into. Like fucking Ninja Turtles or something. And then, like, mm-hmm. suddenly for your birthday or something, everybody starts giving you Ninja Turtles shit. And it's like, some <laughs> of it's just really stupid, like a fucking keychain. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this fucking Ninja Turtles keychain? I don't own keys. I just fucking break into shit right. when I need it. But, uh, you know, it's it's like, I like pizza, but I like quality pizza. There's a lot of shitty pizza out there. and be, and it's And it's, you know, it's because I love pizza so much that I appreciate like the good stuff and kind of hate the bad stuff because i'm like that's just an insult to pizza when you make it shitty to me if you next time you're in
1: portland oregon come by pizza creature and okay, i will that give sounds you some cool. good stuff
0: hell yeah pizza creature yeah. that sounds like a cool ass restaurant and i would definitely like to check it out and portland's cool i fucking uh we always party hard when we're there um and have a good ass time so uh pizza creature it is
1: yeah yeah come on down when when was the last time you were in portland
0: oh fuck i don't know um last year i don't even know if we were there last year? year was it last year that we were there uh it seems like so, so much time has passed since last year um yeah it does that's a, yeah that's i guess yeah there. on the interrupters tour right like because that was in like january or something fuck that was uh was that last year it feels like so long ago <laughs>
1: I know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know, it's one thing that, uh, you know, the touring has been shut down since then, but then so much other shit has happened that it just feels like so much time has passed. But yeah, that was probably, it definitely didn't happen this year. So it was Mm -hmm. at least last year, if not the year before. Um, But yeah, it makes sense that we would have toured over there because we've been, you know, we had an album of our own come out not too long ago. Right. And uh, we had to be touring on that. So uh, I would guess it was around like, Maybe in the winter or last year, uh, because fuck, what else do we do? I don't know. <laughs> My mind is uh, <laughs> uh discombobulated when it comes to that stuff, you know. Like uh yeah. people kept hitting me up uh when you know the pandemic first started and they were like, Oh, are you guys uh still doing this tour or are you gonna do this? And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, don't ask me. Right. I'm just waiting for them to like decide and then uh you know, tell me when to get on the plane to get over there and 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 then I'll start practicing the songs again.
1: <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta know you're showing up for something if you wanna practice.
0: That's right. <laughs> uh yeah. But uh, you know, it's all good stuff and uh appreciate pizza. I appreciate you making pizzas and uh yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 fun, man. Yeah. And now you say you say you live out in like kind of middle of nowhere, but not like quite as much as, like, the other guy, somebody else in the band. So uh, that sounds pretty fucking great to be living, like, kind of out in the middle of nowhere uh, in Portland, Oregon, because, you know, there's a beautiful fucking scenery out there, which is also something I'm a big fan of. I don't know. I feel like when I grew up, I was like, oh, yeah, punk rockers come from the city, like L.A. and New York. You can't fucking, like... (laughs) be, like, a dude from the country or the suburbs and be into punk rock. It turns out, hey, I was completely wrong about that. And most people are from those places. Um, They just move to the cities to, like, get big or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to, like, be able to, like, live in a cabin in the woods and then just be like, all right, time to go on tour. And then then you get your fill of, like, uh, you know, city life for a few
1: months. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I live like forty minutes outside of Portland, and uh, nice. it's it's pretty great. You know, you just my I, I still have to drive into work, but I only work a couple of days a week now because of the everything oh, yeah. that's going on and the uh, and yeah, it's a beautiful drive along the Columbia River, and it's like I don't know. I grew up around here. We all grew up around here. Yeah, and and the reason that like Josh and I are from Rainier, Oregon. And Adam is from Longview, Washington, which is right across the river.
0: Oh, Rainier, and you guys got a beer named after you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's named after the mountain that we can see from our town. Nice. And that's why. That's why. Our, yeah. So th- we wouldn't have n- probably never really gotten into punk if it wasn't for. We had we got really lucky because there was this killer little record store in Longview, Washington called 13th Avenue Records that oh. hasn't been there for a long time. Yeah. But they, they got it. They got it everybody in you know they got everybody all the punk stuff that they could that's that that was my church every every like every time i got paid for my first job which is pizza delivery started at 16 you know i go spend half my paychecks uh, at the record store and uh and that's really how we started building a scene in longviews because there was we had access to the music people started bands People started booking shows and then like bigger bands would stop in Longview sometimes and play the Legion Hall. I remember we had when I was a teenager, Chicks Dig It came through and oh, nice. like totally, totally blew my mind. You yeah. know, I'd never seen I'd never seen or heard them before. And uh, they played the Legion Hall in Longview and and that was like a big deal, you know. So so it we would only go to Portland for the the really big shows.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that's that's awesome. Um I think we actually played Longview once. Um and it was like a funny funny show because it got booked like uh while we were on our way. So we had to stop, play there and it was only like a half hour set and like we just jumped on another band's gear and then took off to go play like I don't know, whatever big city like probably Portland or something. Um, probably Portland, yeah. Yeah, but it was like between Portland and I don't know. I, I I don't know geography too good, I kinda, so maybe like San Francisco no, yeah, or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, Longview is like between Seattle and Portland, and it used oh, yeah. to be a good stop for bands, but but and it's right on I five, you know, and yeah. they just the scene kind of dried up around I don't know two thousand five or so. There there just hasn't oh, yeah. been a whole lot of shows anymore.
0: Sure,
1: the venue, the local venue, shut down. You know, I and, remember
0: we played but, in some like I think it was like a Chinese restaurant or something.
1: Totally, I do remember this. Yeah, there was a Chinese Gardens. Yep, yeah, that's that. right. And that was, uh, yeah, that was that is the spot. Like that was that's where we played our most recent Longview show too. And it's a cool little bar. Um, it's just like a floor show, you know. I love
0: stuff. Yeah, love absolutely. That stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. So you guys, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, you got you guys all grew up. Well, most of you grew up around uh, in in Longview or around Longview. Um. Yep. And so that's cool. I mean, fucking Green Day wrote a song about it, but it was kind of (laughs) like not the most uh, (laughs) flattering song about it. But obviously they were they were aware.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was always the the cool urban legend growing up around Longview is like how how that song came about. You know, there was always arguments about if it was really about Longview. They wrote it in Longview. They played on the steps of some. Like there was a rumor they played on the steps of the post office or something in in Longview once. I don't sure, really know. Not? I was I was too young. I missed it when they were coming through before yeah. they were big. But
0: yeah, me too. I remember. Uh, yeah, because you know we were like right on the verge uh, of, of being able to like see those types of shows right at the time that they were getting big. But at at the same time, if they hadn't gotten big, uh, maybe who would never gotten to punk rock in the first place? Because that was like you know a big year for that and uh definitely sucked us in to doing that kind of thing but uh, absolutely huge <laughs> yeah. um oh yeah you said you were a pizza delivery driver and i feel like pizza delivery drivers i don't know how it is out there but some of the ones i know who like live in uh, more rural areas uh are, mm-hmm. like it's a real cool job because you just get to drive real fast And, uh, maybe if you feel like it, you know, smoke a bunch of weed and like go door to door (laughs) delivering pizzas. Um, I mean, obviously that was, you know, maybe something you want to do more when you're younger. But, uh, uh, I feel like pizza delivery drivers, that's like good training for a getaway driver.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I, yeah, that was 16 when we started that. My best friend got me the job so we would just we would we were so irresponsible with that delivery car it was like this little nissan force it was like a stick and it yeah. was a four speed That's what Nissan stick hell yeah <laughs> and it was so fun to drive and we would just we would you know rev up the engine and try to start the car in fourth gear you know like <laughs> <laughs> just stupid stuff like that yeah like in the middle of town you know just to just to see if we could and uh yeah i'm we're lucky that we're we're
0: lucky we made it out of that alive actually
1: we have some pretty windy roads in rain here,
0: oh yeah i'm sure um we call it we call it roller coaster road, especially out in the country where <laughs> there's like no other cars around and you just fucking take it at full speed and uh just see yeah. what happens you know um yeah <laughs> yeah that's right uh yeah so anyway, uh I think that you know if if we ever decide to go to legit uh I think red would be a good pizza delivery driver, um, and that would be a lot of fun. But you know, like uh, just driving a getaway car is a lot of fun too. I'm sure. Um, you know, I was a I was a
1: pizza delivery driver, and then I used that on my resume to get a job uh, with the post office as a mail as a mail delivery. Oh, Last for sure. year, I was a real mail carrier, and that job sucks compared to pizza <laughs> delivery. So don't. Yeah, i yeah. I've, so I've just, heard. Just so, for anybody looking to. Anybody trying to be an adult uh you know mail carrier tough job all the respect to anybody that carries mail
0: yeah that's right i mean it it is like an adult job because right you get like the government uh what a benefits and all that stuff and if you're driving pizza delivery it's probably uh more like uh tips and whatnot that you want uh to make money with but uh you know I, I'm, I'm guessing yeah the, the the pizza scene is way cooler than the uh, mail scene way cooler when you get in the mail
1: scene something i didn't know there's a whole nother like branch of cops you got to worry about you oh, got the shit. postal inspectors oh man so so it's just like you're you're it's scary man it's if you're always you're always being watched
0: but what do they do they like come and raid the post office Every fucking <laughs> few days. they pretend to be on our side, but you know, there's still cops. Yeah, all right, I get it, I get it. That's all you had to say. All right. <laughs> um, well, back to band stuff. You guys did, you know, I'm, I'm going off my notes from uh, from Toby here. You guys did uh, the Warp tour, and you've played Fest a oh, bunch, yeah. um, but you ain't played Fest in a while, or what? Uh, are you gonna? Are you, are you trying to get back into playing Fest? I know it might be a thing you can't announce because Fest uh, finally <laughs> Fest finally fessed up. All oh, right, and said that they're not going <laughs> to do it this year. Um, they, it's getting pushed back till next year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Are you guys yeah, no, on, we, a, on a bill or what? Yeah, we're plan we're planning on being
1: there. Like we we have the you know we have the uh, uh, Tony said yes come play and we were like yes we want to and so we were supposed to be there this October and. Uh, We'll see if we can make it next October. Who knows what the world has in
0: in order for us. That's right. Especially in Florida. I mean, fuck, the rest of the whole (laughs) country could fucking get their shit together. But Florida would still be like, we don't know what to do. We fucking, you know, we keep uh, having these beach parties and everybody's still sick. I don't know what's going on here. Man, I, I,
1: one thing I was pretty bummed about missing this year, though, is being in florida the weekend before the election on an election year is a wild time and oh, uh, shit. That, i didn't even that, think about i remember that. that from a few from a few years back when we played fest uh it was the weekend before so it was 2016 i guess yeah. or 2015 i don't know well yeah Whenever, no, it was 2016 is when yeah. trump got elected yeah year. yeah so it was just like that weekend before and damn florida it was wild i i was kind of looking forward to going back just to see how crazy it would be you know you see all those footage of people with their like 40 foot power boats with like giant trump flags you know uh just Florida is wild i i really (laughs) want to go back so oh yeah happens next year
0: it's a good time and you know i i don't even need to explain it to you or probably anybody who's listening but uh fest is like a special special uh festival uh so i hope i hope uh you know uh tony winebender it get, keeps it going because I know it's like a it's a year to year thing. So when they have to take a year off, that makes it risky. And uh, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's almost like a therapeutic thing for some people too because it's like you see a lot of friends that you don't you only see once a year. And if you go two years without seeing them, then it's kind of like oh shit, I miss those people. But I might forget that uh, there's so many cool people in the world that I get to hang out with, even if it's just once a year. Um, yeah it's
1: so cool and Gainesville is such a cool little town and I worry about those venues too I worry about oh for sure you know venues surviving all yeah. over the place that's uh
0: yeah that's this pretty scary yeah um I feel like uh that actually might be a call to I don't know what the fuck to call it. I call the arms <laughs> but we don't got fucking uh, guns or nothing just like a, a call to something to duty uh, for uh, musicians that maybe we need to start doing some stuff to like uh, do some online fundraising shit to save these venues I know there's some of that stuff going on but uh, you know it could be more of a thing uh, because yeah that's a totally a thing if those venues go away there's no way to do fest uh, and it's it, there's no way to fucking tour without these fucking venues and as far as I know yeah. there ain't a whole lot uh, the the government is doing to like keep those places around because you right. know, and I mean, why would they? They don't give a shit about fucking the arts, as the as the nope. old folks like to say. Um, you know, they they'd rather everybody just go to work in a factory and uh, you know go work for Amazon or some shit. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how was Warp Tour for you guys? I heard you you play Warp Tour. Uh, Toby said like we did. I don't know if that means you only did a one. A uh, summer on Warp tour or what?
1: Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what that means. Just one summer. Yeah. Two thousand
0: eight, we did it. Oh, and tight. it was. Uh, I feel like that's rough, when Warp that... tour was still cool. I mean, it was cool when we did it, but like, I feel like back in two thousand eight, it was still like a punk rock festival. It it was it had great bands.
1: Yeah. Um, but but it was like so seventy bands or whatever a day. I don't know how many i can't yeah, remember there's, there's a lot so right there's made. like 50 bands a day maybe yeah and and i would watch like there was like five <laughs> that would be really <laughs> stoked on watching it and they yeah. were really good though because yeah. i would watch the bronx oh. against me oh wow yeah. every time i die you know like those those bands were were killer and i and it was so i felt so lucky to be able to watch them every day for a whole summer uh but but that was the first tour we ever did that just felt like a like a hard job you know like you're up at 7 a.m to set up everything and then you don't get to go to bed till 10 uh, at least at night you know and and it's it's rough man it's rough (laughs) we'd look at those those other bands that had like people to help them and it was i was just so envious of them
0: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i know what you mean um did you have did they have bandwagons back then do you know what that is? Uh, we
1: yeah we I know what that is, but I don't think they did, or if they did, they were just actually they may have because I think we knew one band that was on one. But uh, you guys apparently we've didn't never
0: have it.
1: <laughs> we've never done that.
0: Yeah, so were you guys just in a
1: van then? Uh, <laughs> part part of it, like so, the beginning of the tour, we got hooked up with this really weird bus out of Seattle, and oh. it was like an old seventies bus that this dude had bought and kind of kind of renovated but it still didn't run very fast like he couldn't ever drive it over like 55 you know and it was yeah it was okay um but we ended up sharing that with mc chris which is like oh nice rapper yeah and it was really fun like to hang out with that dude he was hilarious because we would just he he was just the you know center of attention all the time and was cracking jokes (laughs) and it it was a good way uh, but we really ended up not getting along with the people that were operating the bus. It okay. was like this couple and their brother or something. It was a really weird situation where there was like three operators of the bus and it, so by the time we actually got to Florida, halfway through the tour, we got kicked off that bus. Oh wow. <laughs> and, and so so we rented a minivan for like the next 2 weeks. I drove oh, shit. all night. I would Ford sleep in a minivan you know,
0: on F uh, on a Warped Tour, damn.
1: yeah it was just like all we had and we were really lucky because you know all our gear goes on like a semi-truck trailer you know um that like followed the stage that we were on so we didn't have to worry about our gear it was just us and our merch really we had to deal with um it sucked it sucked and then by the time we got up past canada uh we had about two or three weeks left of the tour and we got hooked up with on a bus we got shared with this band called the agro they okay. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Is that a ska band? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. They taught us about like, they taught me so much about like real old ska. You know, like yeah, like like stuff from the sixties and seventies. Oh man, and, that sounds bad
0: uh, as fuck. Like getting to hang out. It looks, was like, so fun. Uh, yeah, that sounds ra- <laughs> rad as red ra- as hell. Uh, because that you was know, pretty much the only cool part of that tour. <laughs> I, was yeah. out the bus <laughs> that I mean, that's the thing about Warp Tour. It's, I mean, ah. Uh, I I think most people kind of agree with this. It's like you're working your ass off um, and that makes it so you want to like party harder, you know, when when you do get a chance. And it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you you get in the van at around like, uh, you know, 10 p.m. or something like you get like a couple of hours between the festival being done and uh, the whatever you're traveling in needing to leave. And that's when you just fucking like get, you know, a full night's worth of partying into two hours. And then you just go <laughs> and pass out. Um, so it's a lot of fun, but it's definitely, it definitely takes a toll. And so, yeah, like when you're like, yeah, we did it for one year, <laughs> I get it. Because uh, if you're not one of those bands that's on a bus with, uh, and, you know, you're able to afford your own staff and everything and have p- other people doing stuff for you. Oh man, it's rough. Like it was rough for us. I can't yeah. imagine doing it in a minivan uh, and having one of the band members have to drive every night. Cause uh, you know, cause you got to drive every night, and then you know, what do you do during the day? Like you don't yeah, really I, have I, a chance I, to sleep anyway.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it was rough, <laughs> and you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just I'm. It was something we had always dreamed of doing. I'm glad we did it. Oh, but, for sure. And and we wouldn't have we wouldn't have you know met side one dummy. It, it some things did come together because of that tour, yeah. you know. Like we met the Side One dudes that, that year, and then we put out a record with them the next year, oh, and nice. and and it was really cool. It, it definitely like <laughs> put us on a a path, but I would never do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's rough. I mean, yeah, maybe if we do if we, I would do it if we do like a big pop album and have like Katy Perry doing guest vocals or something, and then we can have like yeah. a bus. Yeah, that'd be cool. But then we probably don't need to do the warp Tour because we're like playing Coliseums and shit. All right. Katy Perry was on the warp Tour we were on in 2008. I heard she that did That was it. like the year she was getting big. <laughs> that's amazing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you, you should have lined it up, bud. You know, you get those Katy Perry <laughs> guest vocals. That's all you got to do. Dude, I almost... I almost threw up on her once. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> and not because
1: I was drunk. It was because of like food poisoning. I was, it was in a rough spot. I was, <laughs> and I'm so glad I didn't throw up on her. It was, uh, cause there was a lot of cameras and shit around. It would have been rough.
0: Oh, man. No, see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> you throw up on Candy Perry and there's nothing, there's enough cameras around. Suddenly you're famous. And, uh, I know. Could have put, could have put Broadway calls on a map. Or, <laughs> yeah. Not on the map, but you know, like, on a uh, cover of Rolling Stone or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, TMZ actually. Yeah, TMZ. That's the one. Yeah, get real mm. famous. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thank you for uh, talking to me and uh, doing this show. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to like put out there for the world. Uh, if not, I got one more question for you. Go for it. Uh, crime stories. Do you got any?
1: Josh and I spent the night in jail together. Oh, right. Once when we were 19 because we were partying at his house Mm -hmm. and the cops showed up and we didn't let him in and so (laughs) we thought the cops would just we thought the cops would just go away and uh you know we were underage there's beer in the house we were like oh no we're not gonna let him in three hours later uh i mean they surrounded the house with cops Wow. 3 hours later the landlord shows up to open the door because the cops called them oh and my. said they were going to kick the door in. <laughs> that was the only that was the first time I ever had a gun pointed at my face. Oh, and wow. we went to jail and uh <laughs> and we the we didn't even like get in trouble. We just had to like stay the night in jail cuz they didn't know what to charge us with cuz nobody was drunk by the time they got in the house. It was weird. We got we had to pay like a $150 fine for uh you know, like a noise complaint, basically.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's fucking weird. Like, and I, and I, I had guess... to
1: take a shit in the six hours that we were in jail.
0: Oh shit! I, I a <laughs> in jail. Yeah. Is it is it <laughs> one of those situations where it's like a toilet and you're just surrounded by other people and you gotta d- go just go for it? It was like five in
1: the morning, so most people were sleeping. It was this weird big holding cell that we were in. Yeah. I, I had a door, which was
0: nice. All yeah, right. I had a door. All right. That's not too bad. No. <laughs> no. Um, but you, you know, he took a shit in jail. That's, uh, that's something. Yeah. And I got to
1: share that story with you today.
0: <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Um, it's actually, it's pretty interesting to think about like what happens when you get a noise complaint and the cops are like, let it sit. You're like, no, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it they're probably going to escalate things because that's what they do. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, yeah. it's like. Yeah, no, fuck off. Yeah, we just
1: locked the door and turned off the lights and thought that our problems were solved.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, and ultimately, it could have been a thing where you open the door and you're like, oh, we're too loud. Sorry, we'll turn it down.
1: (laughs) Or, you know,
0: (laughs) or not do that and then go to jail instead. But, you know, I appreciate your act of defiance. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, most people these days would appreciate that too. Um, although, you know, I don't, I don't know that a lot of black people get to do that. So uh, yeah, it could, yeah, could yeah, have could have sure. gone differently for somebody else. But uh, you know, uh, I appreciate that you uh got away with it for the most part, even though you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody yeah, got hurt. That's right. Um. So anyway, uh, I guess it's about time to wrap this up. And uh, again, I appreciate you uh being on the podcast, and uh, I hope everything. I hope you and yours are uh, healthy and safe and uh you know uh hopefully we'll get to see Broadway Calls play a show one of these days, uh, because I would love to see you guys again. Thank you, Green. I would love
1: to play with you guys someday. We'll try to figure make that happen.
0: Hell yeah. Um one one of these days when we can travel back to America. Um yeah. maybe next year. Maybe next year. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I and uh yeah hopefully we'll see you at fest at least yeah dude for sure for sure and uh stay safe
1: in europe and and i i wish you the best and this is really fun so thank you
0: yeah thank you man it was fun for me too and we'll speak to you soon and that's it for the intruder green podcast i want to thank ty again for being on it also toby for hooking it up again um you can hit me up on twitter facebook and instagram all of the intruder green the intruder green calling line is plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight patreon.com slash intrudergreen if you want to become the producer of the podcast and everything else I do Uh Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith set designed by Dylan Raymer catering, Matthew Hendershot, Lighting weak lights, Huawei, and Jersey our theme song is Particles by Typrose do you like penicillin on your pizza? whoop <laughs> whoo.